This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, November 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. DPR takes aerial sprayer to court. Wealthy scoop up vineyard homes. Cattlemen fight wildfires. EPA gearing up for greener pesticides. Key Dem demands action on USMCA. And new wildlife law offers compensation. Here's a programming note. Join us at noon Wednesday on our Facebook page for a webinar with longtime lobbyist Randy Russell and National Farmers Union President Rob LaRue to discuss the results of the election, the role that rural voters play to the outcome, and the potential impact on farm policy. AgriPulse Executive Editor Philip Brasher and Managing Editor Spencer Chase will host the discussion. You can register for a reminder email at agripulse.com. DPR and Becerra take helicopter business to court over spray drift. The Department of Pesticide Regulation, DPR, and Attorney General Xavier Becerra filed a legal complaint against Alpine Helicopter Service last week over three alleged spray drift incidents. The state argues the company has repeatedly violated pesticide regulations since 2013. Two of the incidents of concern occurred in San Joaquin Valley, where aerial applications allegedly drifted into a nearby sports complex. Children were playing soccer one of those times. The third drift complaint came from a woman in Sacramento County. Today's action demonstrates DPR's seriousness to protecting California's people and the environment, said DPR Assistant Director Ken Everett. Becerra argued the consequences for violating health and safety should be substantial. Who would choose to run their business with such callous disregard for the safety of our children and families nearby, he said. Wealthy are fleeing cities for vineyard estates. As the pandemic settled in, a truly amazing phenomenon took hold of the California coast, that according to farm appraiser Tony Correa, folks with money were fleeing the big cities, the virus cities, and they wanted a home in the country, and a vineyard estate was an attractive home in the country, he said, during a presentation for the American Society of Farm Managers and Rural Appraisers. The market for those country estates blew up with cash sales on turnkey homes closing in 15 days, and it includes rentals. Korea knew a family that was paying $60,000 a month to rent a vineyard home. Cattlemen calls for more grazing on public lands to prevent fires. Beef cattle grazing plays an important role in reducing fuel loads to prevent wildfires, argued ag appraiser Tony Tasso at the ASFRMA meeting in the California chapter, of which he is past president. He described how the industry is pushing for a process of managing for fires through prescribed burning first, followed by mechanical thinning and then regular grazing. To do this, he argued, the state would need to overhaul regulatory impediments like state and federal environmental protection laws. Tasso called for liability insurance protections for private burn bosses. These CAL FIRE certifications would allow for more range improvement burns. He added that environmental lawsuits can be impediments to wildfire management. He asked, how do we get ahead of the game? 
grazing, prescribed fire, mechanical thinning are resources that we just haven't been utilizing to the full extent over the last hundred years. Wheeler, bullish on green pesticide options. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler is optimistic that new and greener alternatives are on the way to help farmers protect their crops. During an AgriPulse open mic interview, Wheeler didn't offer specifics on new products or a timeline, but he said there are a lot of different new pesticides coming online that we're being asked to review and register. The science is really incredible here. He said EPA is working to streamline the regulatory process to ensure products can get to the market more quickly, including gene-edited crops that contain their own pesticidal properties, traits known as Plant Incorporated Protectants, or PIPs. EPA in September proposed new regulations to accelerate regulatory reviews for PIPs. Wheeler said senior management personnel at EPA are now being evaluated on how well they have implemented improvements to regulatory and decision-making processes. You can listen to the interview at agripulse.com. He also discusses the agency's recent dicamba decision as well as the PFAS issue. Trump cuts duty-free access for some foreign rice. U.S. rice farmers are applauding the Trump administration for removing rice from the Generalized System of Preferences program, which exempts developing nations from some tariffs in order to help boost their economies. The U.S. Rice Federation and some lawmakers have been asking for rice to be removed from the program because of the impact on domestic producers and the U.S. International Trade Commission announcing last month that it was considering the request. This step in the right direction is a win for American rice producers, said Arkansas GOP Senator John Bozeman. Our rice farmers can compete with anyone in the world stage. This update will help level the playing field to ensure our American farmers are not being undercut by international growers. Wyden demands action on USMCA commitments. Canada and Mexico are not living up to key promises under the new North American Free Trade Agreement, and Senator Ron Wyden, the top Democrat on the Senate Finance Committee, is demanding the Trump administration pressure the two countries to follow through on their pledges. Mexico has been inexplicably failing to approve any new genetically modified seed traits, despite a new biotech chapter of the USMCA that was expected to bring these three countries closer on acceptance of the technology. And U.S. dairy farmers are accusing Canada of playing games with a promise to implement new tariff rate quotas by limiting which U.S. products qualify. It is critical that Mexico and Canada meet their obligations if American workers, farmers, businesses, and consumers are to reap the full benefits you promised they would receive from USMCA, Wyden wrote in a letter to Trump. If the USMCA is implemented as negotiated, U.S. dairy exports would increase by more than $314 million a year, that according to the U.S. International Trade Commission. Here's today's He Said It. It will only allow more competition for cost in this space, more choice, reduced stress for agricultural workers, and ultimately reduced costs across the spectrum. 
that Governor Newsom on a new state partnership to boost COVID-19 testing at a press conference on Friday. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, November 2nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.